In the dark and twisted city of Duskfall, where the smog-choked skies loom overhead and the cobblestone streets echo with the whispers of forgotten secrets, a group of daring scoundrels known as the Undertides is emerging. The city is a sprawling nest of criminal enterprises, corrupt nobility, and supernatural forces, and the Undertides navigate this treacherous landscape with finesse. The Undertides are not bound by the laws of the city, but by their own codes and ambitions. The crew is a group of misfits, each with their own unique skills and backgrounds, coming together to thrive in the shadows. Peacock, a disgraced former bluecoat, now cuts deals for profit with the criminals he used to put away. Snipe prepares meticulously for every job and procures the supplies and gear they need to be successful. Shep, with his sometimes ghostly goat companion D'Artagnan, is the security of the group, always willing to start blasting, send D'Artagnan in to create chaos or bring in one of his many cousins for help. And Owl, the surprisingly talented Whisper, able to deal with any spirits they come across as well as expertly piloting her converted smuggling tugboat, the patchwork trawler which has been put into service as the crew's transportation. Right along with the crew on their adventures in Duskfall, this is Blades in the Dark. Alrighty, ain't so? Let's get let's get into the Undertides, folks. So with that, <laughs> so with that, let's just hop right on into crime. Smooth transitions. We love smooth transitions. We only do it as smooth as possible. So we'd been talking in the uh, Blades chat that y'all were thinking of moving forward with uh, Once a Blue Coat. Is that right? Or was there something else that y'all wanted to do? So the Grey Cloaks. I, I think we kind of talked about who they are. Grey Cloaks are a group, are literally a gang of former Bluecoats who oh. were expelled from the force kind of in mass after a great big hubbub occurred. It was... Peacock, if you'd like to make a, like, a fortune study roll to see if you're, like, in with what occurred with the Great Cloaks here. And if anyone else has connections to the cops, I'd say you make a similar role. It would probably be study or survey to kind of, like, get the lay of the land. I'll do a study. I'll try to look into them. I don't know how much I would know unless it was a recent break. It's pretty recent. Yeah, I don't know shit. All right. So a two. So Snipe, you you would have like the base knowledge of who the Grey Cloaks are. Grey Cloaks are a group of former Bluecoats who were expelled from the um, force. They kind of went from legitimate larceny to less legitimate larceny in the form of becoming their own private gang uh, run by uh, the Lieutenant Nessa Bargraves. Um, other than that, you don't know a lot of the details surrounding what it was that got them all in trouble because it was like a huge layoff of Bluecoats all at the same time. It was like an entire... Um, uh, yeah, precinct. It was like an entire precinct got shut down overnight and had were forced to turn in their badges. And some of them didn't turn in the badges, which is why they have good blue coat uniforms. Um, mm. <laughs> so gray cloaks are f just former blue coats that were fired in mass. With Peacock being a former blue coat himself... Uh, and rolling a four, I'd say that he has a little bit more knowledge on the intricacies of the situation. You know the city council plays a role in basically all of the comings and goings of the city. 
this particular precinct got on the bad side of one of the council members, you're not sure who, and they threw some big weight around and a lot of money around to basically cover up some misdeeds and blamed it on this precinct of of the Bluecoats. So the Grey Cloaks are kind of wrongfully accused of committing a big crime, but you're not entirely certain what the crime was uh, or who it was that has framed them in their mm. in their eyes. They've been framed. Yes, the the Grey Cloaks believe that they know who is framing them and who is currently attacking them. Um, so that's one of the things that the Grey Cloaks are doing here. They're, they've opened up the base of operations in Six Towers. But they're being kind of the victim of like almost terrorist attacks. People are like throwing grenades at them while they're in the street. They're uh, assaulting the headquarters, trying to start fires and things like that. Um, but all of the hard evidence that they would use to bring that city councilman to justice is being kept from them. Mm. Uh, so the current head of the Grey Cloaks, Lieutenant Nessa Bargraves, former Lieutenant Nessa Bargraves, um, knows exactly what it is that the perpetrators are after. However, she knows that it's not in her district anymore. It's not in Six Towers. It's, it's in a, another location at this time. But she knows that if you could stake, break in and steal the necessary evidence, that it would go a big way of clearing their names, potentially getting them back on the force, or getting the councilmen expelled. And there's big money in it for you. So we can either start with like a, a meeting between you and Lieutenant Nessa Bargraves. Do y'all, is that the one that y'all want to move forward with? Or is there another one that kind of caught your fancy more? So once a blue coat. So we're going to start off with a little um, kind of vignette of y'all getting the, the job from Bargraves. <laughs> Where do y'all think y'all would meet her? So she's currently in the Six Towers district. That's where her gang kind of taking up residence. Um, that's where all of the weird uh, old money rich people used to live. Um, but now it's kind of like a haunted locale. But she's willing to meet you basically anywhere as long as it's not in like enemy territory. I feel like we have a conveniently located and uh, administered tavern now. And that someone has made magical friends. Hey, your boy Shep. So y'all are meeting up in um, Shep's friend's tavern? Ismay's tavern. I'm down for that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> As Shep is trying to wow her with his card tricks. And she's like, no, that is not my card. No, yeah. that is also not my card. <laughs> I'll be friends with you, but stop. <laughs> Your sleight of hand has somehow gotten worse. I don't. You've been practicing for months, and it's only gotten worse. Worst part is, I think Owl said something about doing card tricks and sleight of hand magic, also. <laughs> so there may be a oh magic God. off at some point. Y'all have a team of amateur magicians. Who's the worst? That's the real question. <laughs> you know, this isn't the time to find out, but it. it could happen. Find out. Who is the best amateur magician? <laughs> I'll find out who's the most amateur. No, 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 no. It's like, listen, he's what I would call an amateur magician. Whereas 
he wants to be a magician, but he's fucking amateur about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Nessa Bargraves meets you in Esme's tavern. Um, she kind of makes a seat and kind of goes to the back corner. <laughs> Esme's tavern. We haven't discussed this in detail yet, Shep. What kind of an establishment does Esme run? Like, Esme's kind of like a no-nonsense type of gal. Um, she's very monotone and matter-of-fact. But what mm-hmm. kind of establishment does she run? Is it like CD? Are there like is every corner somehow a dark and shadowed corner, or is it a little more upbeat? I wouldn't call it upbeat. I would say <laughs> there's some there's definitely some regulars that are there like every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not particularly big. It's kind of medium, small to medium sized. There's mm-hmm. some regulars that are always there. And um, there's a little bit of foot traffic, but it's not like it's definitely not bumping, you know, by mm-hmm. any means. And a lot of the current patrons are they like former criminals that are like now retired, or are they mostly just like I'm an older person who doesn't work in the fields anymore? So when my family leaves to work, I go to Esme's Tavern kind of situation. Yeah, I think it's a mix of those two. Gotcha. So some former criminals, criminals, some just most, like, but just mostly retirees, people who are done with the, that life. Yeah, just want some moves, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, it's four a.m. I just started drinking. What do you mean? <laughs> Actually, it's like, sir, it's noon. <laughs> sir, it's two p.m. <laughs> it's always dark. Who's to say? <laughs> I have a night shift. You don't work anymore. What do you mean you had the night shift? <laughs> There's no well, sun. Shut up. <laughs> well, I'm, I didn't tell my wife that I've retired. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks I'm still pulling all nighters. <laughs> right. oh, respect, respect. Okay, okay. <laughs> tell your wife nothing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Nessa's kind of found herself a quiet corner in Esme's bar, far away from the regulars, um, as she kind of like. Uh, waves y'all down as you enter. Uh, she kind of gives each of you a head nod. Uh, there's a bit of a pause as she's like regarding Peacock because you're also a former blue coat yourself, where she's just like taking a moment to take everything all in. I realize I nodded, and this is a non visual medium. Uh, <laughs> we'll put okay, we, we can see you. So, you know, like, <laughs> I was just like, she's like, you know, that's what's really important. You know, silence. one audience member is just going to infer that we just did that. Yeah, we'll infer. Um, she's going to give Snipe the <laughs> finger across the throat. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> mm-hmm. The the classic. Uh, she kind of has each of you sit down across from her and next to her. All right, so. I assume you've gotten a at least beginning rundown of what it is that I need from you. Yeah, I think that um, we just need a little bit more details. Um, sounds like you've got a pretty good idea of where it's located. Uh, so I think whatever you can share about that, um, how much space we need to prepare for, and 
I'm assuming the timeline is immediate. Yes, the sooner you can get it done, the better. We don't want them finding out the value of what they have in their hands. The idiots don't even realize that they're sitting on a gold mine. Sure. Anyway, she kind of tones it back down a little bit. Whenever we were still working as bluecoats, Lord Strangford had, we'll call it a side gig running uh, beyond his work there at the city council and his profession as a professional leviathan hunter captain, or I suppose he's more of an admiral given the number of fleets that his family runs. Anyway, we had just acquired a rather large bevy of evidence that we were going to use in our investigation against him while we were co-working with the inspectors. When all of a sudden, every single person involved with the case either drops dead or is forced into retirement. Our entire district is shut down and all of our paperwork is shuffled around to various districts. But I know that this particular item of interest is located at the docks evidence locker. It's not going to be very assuming. It's mostly just a huge pile of transcripts that are going to be in a filing cabinet in the area. Uh, the most important thing that it is for you to do is to just make sure that we get as many of the documents as possible so way we can hand it over to the inspectors and maybe even get our jobs back. So you actually want to go back? Yeah, the force has a retirement plan in dental, not so much criminal undertakings. You have to kind of take what you can get with back alley doctors to treat your bullet wounds. Doctors? Back alley doctors, also known as vet veteran veterinarians. Uh, okay, just checking, just trying to up our game. <laughs> well, if you can be profitable, uh, you can make the cash to be seen by any medical professional. There's certainly a very clear cap on the income as a blue coat compared to the ceiling list opportunities outside of the force oh definitely it's not Why necessarily not? the all the money that i'm interested in and i am interested in the money don't get me wrong i want to see lord strangford in cuffs i would prefer to see him hanged see now you're talking something that makes sense for coin revenge thank you thank you now Lord Strangford and his fiance are going on a bit of a pleasure cruise or something with their various Leviathan hunter fleets. They're not in the city right now, which means Lord Strangford has limited influence over what it is that he can control in the city. While that's the case, there's no time better for us to do this. That being said, I can't do it because all of my team is known entities within this blue coat space. They know to keep an eye out for us. However, you lot of 
choose how you say this carefully. I'm trying to be nice, and but I'm also trying to make it clear that I respect what it is that you do. I wanted to say like no name criminals, but y'all have established yourselves. That'd be cruel. How about low exposure thugs? How about how about the modest charlatans? No. I can, I can take modest charlatans. No. The goat whispers. Okay, oh, we're not God. coming up with a title. <laughs> we're not renaming anything. <laughs> we're, we not, we're not coming up with a title. I'm trying to we think of a descriptor that both... Well-hidden talent. Mm. Well-hidden right. talent. Well-hidden talent. Take your well-hidden talent. Thank you. Good job, Chef. Thanks, D'Artagnan. <laughs> D'Artagnan's <laughs> upside down, floating on his back. Okay, so we're going in to get a filing cabinet or things out of a filing cabinet? Yes. So the documents that you're going to be looking for are associated with one of Lord Strangford's many, many side ventures, she says with air quotation marks. It is a kind of low-level pocket corporation of <laughs> Demon Blood LLC. That's the, that's the name he chose for it. So if you can so, get every document that you can associate with Demon Blood LLC, we can hand those documents up to the inspectors and potentially get Lord Strangford arraigned and hanged. And there's no concern that these documents may be discarded based on how they come into your ownership or concerns about their veracity? No, there's no need to worry about the veracity of these documents. They've been well vetted. Additionally, there are internal reference numbers that point to these documents without saying what it is that they are. So the inspectors have their own private area that they are currently engaging with. They just need the actual physical documents to bring it to everyone's attention. Until then, they're just pissing in the wind with nothing but index cards. Well, I think that we can uh, make a trip to the docks and make a small withdrawal from the evidence locker. That's my hope. Sure. We'll try to actually do it quietly this time. That is also right. my hope. I mean, I have alternate plans for quiet, but hopefully. Is there any information you have that could be helpful as far as um, patrol movements or uh, methods of entry that you've already scoped out? The Doc's Blue Coats headquarters is copy paste, functionally the same as any other one across the entire the city. Um, you know, a lot of the Blue Coats can be bought on your way in and not quite very interested on what comes out, as long as it's not an obvious criminal making their escape. Whether 
there are like secret hidden tunnels underneath the portion of the headquarters is unknown to me at this time. And where would you like us to meet up with you to exchange once we do have the goods? Uh, you can meet me here. You can meet me at my headquarters in the Six Towers. Um, shoot, you can meet me outside the inspector's office, but you're probably not going to want to be seen there. No. All right, we can... Uh, I think we can go ahead and move forward based on what we've got and plan to rendezvous back here. Once we have... Once we've got what you're looking for. Wonderful, wonderful. Any other questions for me? I'm sure you wouldn't have any issues if our fingers got a little extra sticky while we're in there. As long as it didn't create any problems with us getting you the documents you're looking for. Oh, by all means. It's not my precinct. Nor mine. Good, good, good. So you're not going to be running into any old friends then? Well, anyone I ran into at the precinct, I wouldn't exactly be able to call a friend anymore. Ah, cheers to that. And she, they got to hold up their drink and take a swig. <laughs> Old friends and new enemies. And often they're all the same. All right. And with that, we kind of sideswipe over to the planning phase and engagement phase. So what is the plan how do y'all want to get in there uh frontal assault <laughs> we kill everyone and cannons mm-hmm. i think we just go blasting yeah <laughs> so i started okay, I start blasting. Blasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i was thinking deception mm-hmm. either deception or stealth i mean i could do the big cloud and go in <laughs> it- and we'll be underneath the cloud and the only things that can see us are the things in the cloud. That are <laughs> but they there. can always see us. <laughs> yes. Always. I mean, there's definitely a possibility there that um, we could probably put together some clothing that looks at least close enough to blue coat esque and potentially send in our two uh, sneaky freakies. Ooh. to uh, make their way in under the cover of fog. You know, once you're inside, it won't make much of a difference if the fog's outside, but it will certainly make it so that if we're planning ahead for a quick exit and a sneaky entrance, you could pop in, Grab as much as you can, identify the files that we're looking for, but obviously keep an eye out for anything else of value. There's nothing wrong with making an extra withdrawal while we're there. I was kind of thinking we do this old style, but you won't really fit in because they don't know who you are. I was thinking you could be dragging some poor unsuspecting person to an interrogation room and we just take a slight detour. Uh, the bounty hunter effect. I don't know how Shep fits into that, though. You Shep could, could look up like a bounty hunter. If I was, I could be a bounty hunter, I could be bringing you in. 
I could be bringing you in. You're the bounty. And he's just uh, making sure that everything that I'm paid out. Like he would pretend to be. Yeah, so so I'd be the bounty hunter. I'd be bringing you in and he's escorting me. Yeah, right. Because you can't just walk freely through with prisoner. Yeah, because I'm not going to walk in just like. <laughs> that's not, that's not suspicious but if there's a blue coat with me it's like oh, okay he's he's getting paid he's being you know yeah escorted in we could also bring one of my cousins i'm sure one of them has a bounty <laughs> i'm so sure what just because he has a record doesn't mean that he there's a bounty out for him listen alejandro has done a <laughs> lot of dirty things Alejandro has committed a lot of crimes not very well. <laughs> He's like a really long rap sheet of like really petty crimes, and you're like, why? <laughs> like, so is, is, how did you get caught stealing the bag of salt snacks? Did you just stand there? Did you grab it and eat it in front of the <laughs> convenience did store manager? Did you call the cops? Like, how is <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people commit murder in the street and get away with it. How did you get caught for this? <laughs> I wasn't even really sure that that was a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Yet you got arrested for it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So it sounds like we're having a deception plan. I think so. All right. Either that or extreme social. Would All you right. call it a decepticon it is a deception and you are conning people so yes <laughs> the deception con and we are transforming how we appear oh y'all are in disguise we are more than bci huh? oh shoot everyone take five stress no. <laughs> <laughs> good luck <laughs> All right. So what are we having Owl do? Is she just like nearby in the boat? Back up. (laughs) I called out two guns and then one. Like, oh, oh, hang hang on. Sorry. Fires off into the sky. (laughs) Ooh. You should put those away. (laughs) Well, if we're at the docks, it it could be that we time it so that. She does not stop, but she is puttering past. And when we go to leave, we run and jump onto her moving boat as we're exiting. Yep. So y'all have an owl with the getaway vehicle. So it sounds like we're doing a spicy deception plan. Uh, And the method of the deception is going to be kind of a fabrication of... um, snipes bounty kind of like you're dressing the part right everyone's dressing the part and so that's the the method of the deception um all right so let's go ahead and let's roll the engagement roll uh so you get one die for the sheer luck uh is this operation particularly bold or daring yes it boils down to and then we just walk right out the front door which i think is very bold. I love it. Uh, does it expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Not really. 
are they strongest against this approach, or do they have special defenses or preparations? Not particularly. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for the operation? I'm not certain, but I do know you do have an enemy or rival that is interfering in the operation. Uh, do you all have any friends or contacts that are able to aid? I don't think so. I know I don't. I don't think I do. I'd feel bad about getting Skurlock involved, so no. <laughs> he was respect, a blue respect, coat. Respect. He was a former blue coat commander. He's retired now, though. What? Yeah. I don't think we want to pull him in on everything. He's just Why such not? a useful contact. Alejandro is pulled in on everything. <laughs> yeah, but Alejandro I can't contribute. Alejandro in months. <laughs> One second. I mentioned his cousin or his sister Alejandra. Yeah, she's made more recent appearances. You need to expand your list of cousins too. I do. Um, I think I've only mentioned a few recently. I haven't used my cousins a lot recently, though. The blue coats are tier three, and y'all are currently tier one. So that brings y'all down. And then we just run, walk out the front door. <laughs> All right. So we are currently running for this engagement roll 2d6. Take the lowest. Nice. <laughs> uh, you're, you're stepping into dangerous ground here, and we love to see it. Um, who? Oh, well, first off, we can't forget loadout. How's everyone dressed? I'm light, normal, dressed or I'm like a mariner doing nothing suspicious. I am probably heavy, or at least normal. If you're the bounty hunter, you could probably get away with heavy. That's what I'm saying. It probably makes okay. sense. That that's yeah. I'm gonna it's go heavy. Intimidating. I just gotta go light. And uh, peacock will go normal. All right. So we have light for owl and snipe, heavy for shep, and normal for peacock. All right, everyone, tick off your boxes. Okay. And the reload. <laughs> And who is starting the engagement? Um, um, maybe I'll roll. I haven't rolled an engagement in a long time. All righty. So you're uh, rolling you 2d6, and you're picking the lowest. And this is kind of about Shep throwing his weight around, making it seem like he's an experienced bounty hunter who's gotten the score. Is that what we're kind of... Yeah, and yeah. Oh, and what is what? Hmm? Snipe just rolled a six. That was a while ago. That was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fortune um, to see if I had a bounty on me. Just don't blame me because I'm not responsible for two dice. Pick the lowest. So I'm going poorly. <laughs> okay. Uh oh, it's a five and a five. A five and a five. So y'all start off in a risky <laughs> position. That's not bad. Um so I'd say that we can kind of like flavor this. Y'all are stepping up. Um, snipe is is sniping any like restraints or anything like that, or is it just kind of him being manhandled? 
I think he's just being pushed around because he's not officially under arrest. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so, so we kind of start off with Snipe getting shoved in the direction of the precinct. Uh, we see Shep with his fake mustache on, uh, kind of pushing his weight around, moving along like a bounty hunter should, and just kind of tossing uh, Snipe in the direction of the precinct. Uh, Snipe doing a good job making it look like he's being bullied whenever he is ac- absolutely being bullied. Uh, I, D'Artagnan is definitely bullying him a little bit, and he's having fun with it. D'Artagnan just, is absolutely living his best life. <laughs> just <laughs> nipping at his heels and pushing him along. Yeah, he keeps biting him. Like, not, not hard, but, like, enough to where you kind of, like... Like, <laughs> Snape is legit getting aggravated. <laughs> and Peacock, what are what are you doing kind of as they as every as they step in? Are you kind of like waiting by the front door, or are you kind of like following behind them, or did you like go in ahead of time? Like, what does it look like? Uh, I think he would probably be a case of where he time it so that he's walking from the other direction, but he mm-hmm. gets to the front door right before them, so he's. He he's taking that opportunity as he's opening the door for them to sound like he's kind of questioning them. You know, the the whole what 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 are you doing here? You can't be treating them, you know, giving them the opportunity from the front door to mm-hmm. kind of talk up being a bounty hunter so that they hear it at the front desk before he walks in. All right. So we will have the first role be chefs um so this is just kind of to see how chef does at commanding the presence at throwing snipe around at making a believable scene play out what do you feel he would use in his repertoire to do that like what Could I argue you that maybe the, the first one should be peacock's sway at the front door to see if he can set the tone for chef yeah if you want See potentially yeah, you can, you getting him into that. a better position, it, but you can argue it. Absolutely, <laughs> hey, you know. All right, so we're risky. We are in a risky position. Okay, y'all are, y'all are stepping right up to the front door. We're risky. Uh, what's the effect? Uh, so y'all are currently tier one. You're going up against someone who's tier three. Uh, that would bring you down to limited effect unless you have a, a booster of some kind. Uh, he's going to push himself. All right. So that's so you can, the standard. Yep, you can push yourself for two stress. You can either boost yourself up to standard, or you can give yourself an extra die. Uh, it, we'll boost to standard. I'd rather get a little bit more effect out of it. All right. Uh, Does anyone want to take a stress to... Give Peacock an extra little boost there. You help him out. Of course, Snipe is going to be defensive. <laughs> like, I'm not the one with the bounty that you are looking for, dumbass. Oh, come on. All he's really saying is, don't tease me, bro. Snipe is being belligerent as he's yes. being thrown into the prison. <laughs> Get your Respect. stupid goat off me. That's actually... Goat keeps fighting me. <laughs> This is harassment! <laughs> like, stuff like that. Alright, so that's one bonus die? Yes, sir, and Snipe take one tick of stress. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, come on, let's get a good start. Oh, poop. Three, two, four. 
All right. Glad we had the bonus right, to get the four. Actually, I need to update your sway so that way. There we go. All righty. So. With a risky four or five, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm, a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, or you end up in a desperate position. Ooh, okay, okay. I have a complication. You can, of course, attempt to resist. Um, but I'd say that the complication is that you end up in a desperate position. And the desperate position that you find yourself in is that there is an inspection that is taking place right now. Uh, there is a, a commander kind of at the front desk, be just like lamb blasting into this attendant about the shoddy worksmanship that he's seeing around this district. It's like, y'all don't even want your bonuses. Um, <laughs> you, of course, can roll to resist it. What'd you say? I was like, damn it, is Petra here too? <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Um, so if I roll to resist and I fail, then I just take additional stress? Uh, anytime you roll to resist, you resist the consequence, and you take stress equal to six minus what you rolled. Uh, in this case, you would be um, attempting to resist a consequence from deception or understanding so it would be an insight check and you'd get an extra die for that because of your um forged in the fire bonus okay so it's an insight with a bonus die mm -hmm. i don't know if, oh okay so you take two stress okay got it um and so we kind of like do a flashback well, not in a flashback, but we kind of like see a different time where there's this superior officer that is absolutely like laying into this poor front desk attendant. Um, and instead we see a time where y'all like headed off a day later. So it's after the inspection has already been completed. Uh, they just kind of walked out the front door. Uh, <laughs> you can see a rather defeated front desk clerk just like. I am doing my job right. Okay. <laughs> uh, were you, maybe you showed up a couple hours after the inspection was completed. Uh, and so uh, he's still a little hurt about it. But y'all are not, you do not find yourself in a desperate position. You are able to step up to the front door. Um, as Peacock kind of makes that statement, like, you know, hey, watch where you're going. Don't treat him like that. The, the front desk attendant kind of looks up and regards Shep and Stipe. Oh, I nod. So, D'Artagnan nods. All right. So y'all are uh, kind of put into a little bit of a better position here, um, but y'all will still need to roll to see how you pull, you drum up your performance, right? Like, Peacock got you through the door. Let's see if y'all are able to send it. Um, so what what is Shep doing to kind of sell him being a bounty hunter here. I feel like I'm not even talking to anybody else except for D'Artagnan, and I'm just like, <laughs> what do I say? I'm like, D'Artagnan, we talked about this. I said small nips. You, you can bite him, but you can't bite him that hard. He has to be in one piece or else we don't get paid. D'Artagnan tries, tries to, like, rip off his boot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. What, what do you think... 
that role is? What do you, what do you think that skill is? You're trying to like pull off an air of uh, of professionality or respectability, or are you trying to like consort? It would either be a consort or a sway, wouldn't it be? Let's see. I think so. I think performing the actions as described. I think sway sounds. I don't know. Either one. I have the same bonuses of both, but I, I, I think Sway sounds a little bit more um, true to the form. Yeah. All right. In that case, go ahead and we'll roll your Sway. Um, by virtue, um, Snipe is going to be complaining that he knows his rights and <laughs> maybe mumbled something about being a sovereign citizen. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't no. have any rights. You're you're a criminal with a bounty. I'm being repressed. I'm being repressed. Oh, now that? we see. Now we see the flaws inherited in the system. All right. Are you gonna take a stress to to help him out? Yep. All righty. In that case, you can make your sway roll with that extra die. Okay, so um, it's a risky. It is risky. Um, it would be limited, but with the assistance from Peacock there, that boosts it up to standard. Okay. And then. How many bonus dice? Um, just one, the one, one from from Snipe, but you can push yourself, take two stress, and give no, yourself. We're not even in the door check. yet. <laughs> yeah, well, we're technically I, in the door. I think we'll just take it and see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Three five. Three five. Okay. So very similar to the previous one, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm, a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, you end up in a desperate position. Okay. Bit him too hard. I think there'll be a twofer here. So there'll be two consequences. One, the one consequence will be reduced effect. Um, so that brings you back down to limited. Uh, you get the impression that the front desk clerk is being extra perceptive in the moment, right? He was just slam blasted for doing bad, a bad job. And so he's being a little bit more extra careful than he would be on a regular day. And then I'm going to also take a four tick clock and tick it twice. And the name of this clock is going to be uh, it's going to be alarm raised. All right. So there's there's two consequences to resist. You can resist both or neither. Um, but one is two ticks in the alarm raised clock, and the Eek. second one is reduced effect. He just doesn't believe you yet. I think I'm gonna resist the second one. Him not believing you? No. The alarm. alarm. All right. So you're going to do a resistance roll uh, for, in this case, I believe it'd be also an insight resistance. What's your stress? Oh, wait. So I don't just add two stress? Mm-mm. No, no, no. You you roll Depends a dice roll. to determine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So the D6? Or how do, where is it on my... You would click the insight button. Okay. 
and then you would get one extra die for forged in the fire. Three, three, two, two. So that you suffer three stress to resist the consequence of the alarm raised clock ticking. So uh, I suffer three stress, not everybody, right? Yes, just you. Yep. So that brings you up from one to four. Got it. Um, and we don't tick any ticks in alarm raised, uh, but we do reduce the effect down to limited. Uh, you kind of step forward with your quarry and toe. Um, I imagine D'Artagnan is like biting at, like literally has the, the ankle of Snipe in his mouth while you walk up to the front reception desk. Um, Peacock, while Shep is doing that, what are you doing? Are you like following him in? Or are you like kind of pretending to go about your way? Um, <clears throat> I think he would kind of see the the situation that the front desk guy is in, kind of being like flustered and trying to go through stuff and take advantage of his experience as a blue coat to kind of talk him back down and be like, ah, you know, those, you know, how those inspections go. Uh, just make sure you put the blah, 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 and kind of trying to, to smooth over the situation and try and get him processed. Or, you know, it's one of those like, ah, you know, the bounty, you could really just put him under this and this code and then it'd be fine. Mm, okay. Just kind of more helping with the, with the day to day. Uh, yeah, so you, you kind of step up to the front desk clerk there. Uh, the clerk kind of regards you and Snipe and the goat there and kind of like looks down <laughs> at the three of you. How can I help you, sirs, today? Uh, I was coming in the door, but this guy's got uh, the shitty bounty he's got to drop in. And what I think is that he's actually going to look down at the books that the front desk guy is working on mm -hmm. and look for a bounty that's, that's on there. I'd be like, Oh, there he is right there. Go ahead and mark that one off. And, uh, and then we can get him set up and get this fucking trash back out the door. We don't need these, uh, vigilantes running around thinking that they're, they belong here with us. I'm right here. <laughs> He he was talking about me. Shut up, perp. I'm not oh. talking about you. <laughs> oh. Okay. So it sounds oh. it sounds to me like you are consorting with the uh, with the front deskmen of the blue coats here. I mean, it could be consorting or it could be studying. You know, by checking the books, trying to figure out finding a name on the book already. I'm good with mm -hmm. either one. They're the same either way. So. Yeah, I mean, it kind of like depends on how you want to play it. Like, do you want to play it like you're socializing with them or do you want to play it like this is how we should do it let's just do it um let's do the socializing let's see if we can distract him a little bit so that they can kind of head over you know maybe it's a case of uh, he's got he still he doesn't have all his fucking paperwork done he's going to need to borrow the desk in the back to finish writing up his paperwork for you okay i don't think he can write honestly <laughs> probably not doesn't seem that smart this stupid goat he'll kick at the goat <laughs> hey Hey, I know plenty of words. Shut <laughs> up, Did, Didn't you hear him? All right, <laughs> let's see the consort. Definitely risky. All right. Standard or limited effect? Still in the limited space. Okay. 
Well, I don't really have the room to be burning more trauma before we get all the way in, so. Uh, let's see how it works. Oh, Ooh. shit. Oh, no. Two, one. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, God. That's bad. That's bad. Okay, so we're risky two, one. Things go badly. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You end up in a desperate position or you lose this opportunity. So I would say we're going to have another twofer here. Uh, so you end up in a desperate position and a complication occurs. Um, so the desperate position here is, I would say that this person immediately sours on you, right? Like you, you kind of step in, you tell him how to do his job, and he is not having it today of all days kind of situation. Uh, where you're like, yeah, just sign it, mark that. And he's like, hey, I work the front desk, okay? So I will decide what we're doing here. Like, all of a sudden, this modicum of power has immediately gone to his head. <laughs> and he's like, That's this inspector thinks I can't do my job. I'll show him that I can do my job. I'm going to do my job. So, good. <laughs> and so... So that's the desperate position there. Um, and then the complication that occurs is going to be him waving you off. Like, he's going to be like, I'll take care. I take care of the front desk. Okay. So you go do whatever it is that you came in here to do, and I'll take care of this. So that'll be the complication. All right. Like, is there we, anything that I you want to do resist? better desperately, but maybe resist that other one? If um, not, I have an idea. I mean, I'm at a, I'm at five stress right now. If I resist and roll shit again, well, the good news is you get an extra die to resist. I know, but I only take the better one. <laughs> it's not like I get to add them all together. I do think these are still insight rolls. Um, I mean, you can let it roll and see what happens. Worst cases, they just throw us out the door. <laughs> I think worst cases, they incarcerate you, right? <laughs> or they start blasting. <laughs> Turn this into an assault, too. I don't think that's going to go great. <laughs> All right, so I think I'm going to go ahead and try and resist. I'm probably going to regret it. I'm going to try and resist the uh, his throwdown of authority. Okay, so getting like, you I'll, in a different position. Yeah, like I'll go ahead and storm out and slam the door mm -hmm. and, and, and cuss him out on the way, but that he still fills it out the way that I'd say and lets it, let the, you know, so they can go back and, uh, you know, Bounty Hunter Schmoop can do his paperwork. All right. Get out of sight. All right. Insight with a bonus die. Don't mm -hmm. me. Two ticks of stress. Whew. All right. So we resist being put in a desperate position, but he does kind of, he doesn't necessarily throw you out of the precinct, right? He waves you off in such a way that you're no longer next to snipe and chap 
so whether that is getting waved further into the precinct or being waved out the front door, I think that's up for you to decide because he, he kind of leaves it up to you. He's like, hey, I'm I'll take care of what's happening here. You'd go ahead and do whatever it is that you need to do, what you, whatever you came in here for. And so I'd say that's I'll, I'll give you agency in that in that moment. All right. Well, then, you know, in that situation, I think he'd head in and head like to the. If the break room is anywhere near the evidence room, that's where he's going to head. Let me roll a, a flat fortune roll. Do you have a name tag on? Does the the guy have a name tag on? Oh, that's a six. That's good for you, Peacock. Yeah, the evidence room is very, very close to the break room. The the evidence lockers are very close to the break room. It would not be suspicious for you to be walking in the direction of the break room and in the direction of the evidence lockers at the same time. Uh, Um, The front dustman does have a name tag. He is a blue coat officer. I don't think he has like a, what would you call it, a very impressive title. No, I was just looking for a name. Yeah. Jim. That name, that's a thing that I have here ready. Of course. Let's see here. His name is Aldo. Aldo? Aldo Scora. So I'm gonna like I didn't on. think it was an impressive name, although I changed my name. My mind. <laughs> although I changed my mind almost immediately. He just stabs you with the pen. <laughs> as, as, um, he get, as Snipe gets kind of pushed towards the door he's going to lean on the desk and say you're doing a great job buddy and he's going to kind of push the papers like out of the way a little bit just so he has to like look away to catch the papers before they hit the floor while we're moving gotcha, along gotcha. he has actually he hasn't processed y'all yet uh, he uh, he forces Peacock further in and he looks at the um, paperwork that uh, Peacock kind of just shoved in his face and told him how to do it right. Uh, and he's going to look at down at the paperwork and he's going to look at the two of you. And he goes, all right, standard b- bounty drop off. You registered? He's going to be asking to to Shep. Yep. You registered or new? I am. Here it is. And then uh, can we do <laughs> <laughs> a, a, uh, what is it called when you a flashback yeah flashback absolutely we also, we also have boosted documents i think mm-hmm. but i mean if you want one of your documents to be a legit license to bounty hunt then, i think yeah. they have a fake license i wouldn't have necessarily expected that so um yeah so we'll do a flashback mm-hmm. and um are you fabricating the license? Or are you actually getting a bounty hunting license? I think this goes quite a ways back. <laughs> and um, we're probably looking back to the first or second year that Shep had. Um, let me think about this. The first or second year that Shep had gotten to um, hear from the what, Dagger Isles or whatever he's from, from the Dagger Isles. Mm-hmm. And. Um, you just see him and he has no money. None of it. He hasn't brought any of his cousins over yet. Like, like he didn't have a lot of family here yet because he was the one that kind of started uh, doing that. And he's like, I need to make some money right now. And you see him in his room and all he has is like 
some guns, some <laughs> like like stuff that a bounty hunter would have, like guns, some cups, a net. Like he's like <laughs> a net <laughs> or or stuff that a goat herder would have, but that he could have already like could very easily be translated like a shepherd's nook that you can just use to grab someone and like a net that you found at the docks and you're like well this could come in handy well this is kind of fancy it's like a net from a boat like your fishing net (laughs) things that have been scrounged together to create your bounty hunting uh he did say he kind of looks like a pirate so maybe he just repurposed a bunch of shit that's exactly by repurpose we mean stole (laughs) uh repurpose is the right word uh uh yeah when you just see him going and um you see him like grabbing his first bounty and it's just like some drugged out dude um and he shows up to the cop station at to the police station and they're like you know you need to have a license to do this right (laughs) and he's like here's your paperwork this is just assault you've just committed assault (laughs) can i sign up (laughs) and the guy is like looks at the guy and he's just drugged out and he's like okay yeah here's the paperwork (laughs) (laughs) here's the paperwork here's the test here's your dues (laughs) yeah and uh, what does it cost me to do it's stress uh yeah so it's a stress to do a flashback we just kind of like determine how likely the situation was and that determines so if it's like oh yeah that's definitely something that we had in the bag in the ready um, that's a zero. And then as it gets more absurd, we kind of increase the amount of stress cost. I would say for something like this, it's a one stress kind of flashback. Plausible, plausible Very plausible that while uh, Shep was young and well younger and trying to get his life together whenever he didn't have a lot of prospects, he turned to bounty hunting and he just kept his dues current. It seems like a shepherd. You know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you hold up your. Did did the rest of the crew know that you're a licensed bounty hunter? Like, was that a surprise to Snipe as he holds up the license? You know, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> you think you know a guy? <laughs> All right. I mean, they they clearly go way back. <laughs> that that is a good point. I don't really know how Snipe and Shep met. I'm I'm gonna say I kept that in the dark from you though. Even though we went, go okay. way back, you still didn't know that. <laughs> you don't know all my secrets. He's just waiting for your bounty to go up. <laughs> yeah, one, the, day, one uh, day we'll sort out how they know each other. <laughs> one day we'll know for sure. Perfect. Perfect. That's my yep. final. That's gonna be the final arc. I'm gonna take all of your stash money, everybody's <laughs> stash money, and turn you put in. you all into just, jail. <laughs> Go back to the Dagger Isles. It's been a long con. Oh, respect. Okay, so dick move. <clears throat> Absolutely. So, hey, Shep, you show did it. All right. Show your uh, verifiable bounty hunter license. He takes a look at it, does a couple of quick jots down in his piece of paper. Uh, he goes, "From the person you're turning in." Um, I feel like I was listening when, when he pointed out that guy and said the name. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, OK, so there is a a street tough guy from the Crows who's like on the verge of being lieutenant. He kind of like runs his own little mini gang. 
that he's been running out of the crows here, and they've kind of gotten a little bit more popular after the war broke out. Um, it's not going to be Lissa's second in command. Um, that's who I was thinking, but that's like he may. He's be a little too, too high up. He's too well known. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think it's someone who has like a nickname that's like Sticky Ricky. So it's it's like Richard Wall in his in parentheses Sticky Ricky. <laughs> I'll put that in the notes. Hey, it's those sticky fingers that we're trying to pass <laughs> off with. So it's Sticky Ricky. All right, Sticky Ricky. So, so yes, you point to you point out Sticky Ricky's name on the sheet. Um, Sticky Ricky has a pretty significant rap sheet. He has a rather sizable bounty for him, um, and he is a well-known gang member of the Crows. He's someone who is kind of at the forefront of the current war between them and the Lampblacks and the Red Sashes, and he's getting pretty popular, but not like popular enough to be like a household name in Crowsfoot. Or instantly recognizable, obviously. Yeah, or instantly recognizable. So he's going to take a look at that, take a look at Sticky Ricky. He's going to write it down in his, like, log in front of him. And he goes, okay, perfect, perfect. If you would take Mr. Sticky to the perp wing, uh, we can get him processed. We can get you your bounty. All right. All right. Do you, you, so the precincts are all built very similarly. Is uh, has Shep has history being a bounty hunter? Does Shep know where to go? Kind of like where to take Sticky Ricky in this case. I, Do I know feel where like to go? I feel like he pretty well knows where to go. I mean, he's I don't know if he's done one in this particular precinct or not, but um, you said they're built pretty similarly. Imagine mm-hmm. it can't be that easy to get off track. And, uh, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, now, for the juicy part, uh, what role do you feel like this is to kind of pass your... You're, you're passing yourself off as legitimate, but you are also actively lying <laughs> to someone <laughs> no no so how would you roll for this deception you're still in a, a risky position but i'd say by virtue of the fact of uh using one of your um use one of your uh, items for your fine documents and we can boost the effect from limited up to great this is still just getting past the desk guy this is getting into the depths of the precinct. Okay, I I was actually going to help with that. All right. It may end up being more of a survey. But it be a survey. Sticky Ricky is basically going to start like as we're walking past blue coat desks and you know other criminals being checked in. Like he's mm-hmm. gonna start like high-fiving criminals if anyone's hands are free and just kind of like just winking whenever you pass by a blue coat dad no (laughs) like stuff like that once they're in and away from the front desk guy he's going to be a lot more outgoing about it 
hey, you know, I remember you from, you know, getting picked up last week. And he's going to be very cordial with both the criminals and the bluecoats. By making yourself a spectacle, but not making yourself a target. He's, but yeah, but he's not an asshole about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not picking up what you're laying down. It sounds like that would likely be a either a consort or a sway. I, I was thinking survey earlier, and either way is fine because I have one thing in each. <laughs> yeah, honestly, consort would probably be better. I was thinking like take a path through if there's like a main office to go like the bullpen kind of yeah, thing. Just kind of surveying to pick up the best path around people. Yeah. And I realize I, that's a yeah, long way I'd to say, go. I'd say any of those work. Yeah, I'll do a consort. That's fine. All right. And uh Shep, you can use the the document there, that legitimate uh license to boost him up to great effect. And then if there's any additional pushing or any assistance that you'll want to roll for. What is this role? Uh this is a role for Snipe to kind of find a path through, like, the bullpen in the direction of the evidence locker. Um, because I feel like Snipe may know where that is also, like, in the general area, if it's near the interrogation rooms, where it would be in the back in the grand scheme of things. And I'm realizing I'm using a colloquial term for the bullpen. The bullpen is, like, where all of the blue coat desks are. Mm-hmm. So, like, desk jockeys are in the bullpen, Right. Like, that's kind of where they are. That's where there's a criminal sitting next to them. That's where they're writing everything out. Um, It's like there's the bullpen, and that is typically adjacent to, like, the temporary holding cell. Very Brooklyn Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, very Brooklyn Nine-Nine-S. Yeah, yeah. I think my confusion is, who's rolling? It would be Steve rolling. So, so Snipe. Because Snipe hasn't done anything yet. Respect. So we're going to do a consort. Were you helping or no helping? Uh, I I can either help here or if it goes to shit, I think I can help with your resisting. I was helping with the documents, so that increases your effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you use the documents to kind of like, hey, I'm supposed to be here, everybody. Like, you know, (laughs) Mm. gave him a little bit of legitimacy there. That's fine. Yeah, I'll push myself. All right. Hang on to that peacock. We might need it. Consort. Are we risky? Yes. Risky, great. Oh, risky, great. There we go. Mm-hmm. Well, bonus dice. Whoa. Three, four. four. All right. Three, four. That is, you succeed, but there is a consequence. You suffer harm, a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, you end up in a desperate position. I feel like D'Artagnan bites you too hard. <laughs> she uh, picked damage. You're like, ah! No. In the, in the <laughs> middle of the arm. What's up? What's up, everybody? Ow, motherfucker! <laughs> hey, what's up, fucker? Oh! <laughs> yeah, if you want to take a level two harm ghost goat bite to the ankle. Mm, level two harm. D'Artagnan's yes, got level a two strong harm. jaw. <laughs> D'Artagnan, like, bites into your calf, and you're like, oh, that took some flesh with it. <laughs> like, oh, oh that's know. bad. Actually, that's a pretty bad effect. <laughs> it's pretty intense. Uh, yeah, he's uh, biting me, and uh, yeah, he's um, he's touching bone. Okay. He's, I he's, pretty much have to wait till he stops. 
Right. Uh, if I move and tear, it'll be much worse than if I just wait for him to. D'Artagnan, <laughs> let go. Let we talked about this. Let go of him. What what I will do to resist the harm is mm-hmm. use my shadow armor. You may expend your special shadow armor to resist a consequence from detection or security measures, or to push yourself for a feat of athletics or stealth. And I think defending myself from a goat bite that would be very traumatic might fit in there. Yeah. He is quite the security measure. Is this a consequence from detection or security measures or pushers? No. Hmm. <laughs> this is kind of stretching the definition of security measure. It's resisting a consequence. Um, he's my security measure. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's security. Uh, I will allow it. Right. But you're on thin ice, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I haven't got to make up a whole lot of shit today. Uh, it's fine. It's fun. It's fun. All right. So you, instead of taking level two harm, that brings you down to level one. Okay. Uh, so you, you expended your special armor. Uh, you can um, roll to uh, like a, a prowess roll to bring it down to zero harm, or you can expend a regular armor piece as well. Like he trying to choose through like your shin guards. Yeah, because I don't think I'm going to have that much chance for... Um... Armor, so yeah, I can do armor. All right, so yeah. it's two ticks. So he kind of like tears through your shin guards, and you're like, those are broken. Like he he broke my metal reinforced <laughs> shin guards. Like okay, D'Artagnan, gonna, what the fuck? <laughs> he's gonna snap a little bit and like turn around and kneel down to D'Artagnan and grab his f- snoot and say, "Calm down." <laughs> D'Artagnan is just staring at you with wide eyes, and you see him just like swallow something <laughs> with this with those goat pupils. Ghost pupils, <laughs> just <laughs> terrifying. He's a demon. He's functionally a demon. <laughs> Thought we were friends. He, he can be your devil, or he can be your angel. <laughs> All right, perfect. Pat him on the head and stand up. <laughs> just like listen here. The fuck? It's like whispering. We were friends, you little bastard. I, I have you no do all, I let you do all the chaos and you treat me like this. Only enemies I haven't met yet. <laughs> you just meh. Oh, right. Uh, speaking of enemies that I haven't met yet, Owl. Yes. How's it going out there? How you doing? How you how you tootling around? Um. I imagine it's like the just, just a little she's just whistling a tune and it's like as she's like making slow circles around the dot dock kind of like trying not to look suspicious let's go what I do what I do it's it's like that scene from Little Rascals where it's like I have two pickles I have two just sitting in a car Absolutely. Will you roll for me to not look suspicious? Um, now, normally uh, this would be a, a finesse roll by virtue of the fact that you are uh, piloting your boat. I am. Handling your vehicle. Um, I so am. You're, you're just trying to finesse it in such a way that... Um, Everything is looking pretty natural. Uh, just trying to pass yourself off as normal citizenry, if you will. 
don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Is this controlled? Uh, you're in a risky position because you're kind of going back and forth in front of a police precinct over and over again. <laughs> uh, but the effect would be standard in this case. Okay. And is there oil? One second. Oh. 625. Okay. Pop off. Right. I was going to say, like, is there anything about the boat that would make it obvious? Uh, and if there is. It is very distinct. Um, well, um, but... you know, the fact that it's probably still wanted for um, the whole <laughs> harpooning some fuck downtown that one time. <laughs> harpooning some All right. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I feel like she's in a lawn chair just with a fishing pole on the back of the boat. (laughs) She's like, this isn't the parking lane I wanted. I gotta go around again. (laughs) Am I allowed to sit here? Is this like the airport where I just have to keep circling until they come out? Who's they? Don't worry about it. Don't worry (laughs) about it. You know, it's just, you know, the fish that I'm fishing. Don't, don't worry about me. You know, I'd say that uh, Owl, you're doing a great job of keeping things under the radar. There's a lot of coming and going of a lot of different ships here in the dock section, and so you're making it a very conscious effort to keep it low profile. If I hear any ghosts, or if I see any ghosts, I will talk to them, because I'm bored. <laughs> She's like, oh, hey, like... You from around here? Did you die here? Probably, if I'm going to be honest. A bored owl is a dangerous, dangerous thing to have on a heist. But I will keep that that in mind. What was that? (laughs) You're looking for your mommy? Oh, there's probably a ghost mommy somewhere around here. All right. Perfection, perfection. Back inside. Peacock, you were kind of shooshed away. Uh, and we're told to go into wherever the heck it was that you're supposed to be going here. And y'all moving in the direction of the break room, which is also in the same kind of area and um, section of the evidence lockers and evidence area. Um, there is a kind of a large gate before entering the um, evidence locker area with a key code to the left. All right. <clears throat> What are the chances? Uh, however, <laughs> mm-hmm. one thing that Peacock does notice immediately is that standing in the middle of the evidence locker is none other than Jared, no! a blue coat archivist, <laughs> who is kind of shuffling into the area around the uh. <laughs> the lockers here and he is kind of picking up documents putting them in different areas looking at them kind of reviewing old case files and putting things in their proper place uh jaren's a fucking nerd you don't know if this is what he does on his day off like <laughs> like is he doing this because it's fun or is he getting paid for it god only knows um, but as you're kind of like looking at the key code area, you kind of look up and Jaron is like standing there like profile to you. So you can very clearly see that it's him without him seeing that it's you right off the bat. Uh, and he's kind of looking at an old case file and like thumbing, thumbing through a portion of it. Or diving back into the break room. <laughs> 
a dodge roll into the break room. Hopefully yeah. you get hit with the iframe so he doesn't see you. Snipe like respect. <laughs> Dodging your past. I appreciate this. Uh, yeah, there are a couple of guys in the break room. They're just kind of like enjoying a calf or having their lunch. But it's <laughs> there's like four tables and like three of them are occupied by one person and no one is talking to each other right now. That kind of office vibe. Uh huh. Uh huh. Good camaraderie there. <laughs> Team building exercises. Am I right, fellas? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just it, it diving and dipping yeah. and ducking and dodging and dodging. Well, Peacock's uh-huh. name, Snipe. You said I have an idea, but I don't want to assume donuts exist. Peacock's actual name is Joey Bag of Donuts. So presumably donuts exist. That's his legal name. Um, well, I know when we started, when we had the cookies, mm-hmm. it was assumed that none of us had ever had sweets like that. That's yes. why I didn't so think donuts existed. Sugar is almost non-existent. It's a luxury item. Uh, that being said, there are still pastries. They're just not very sweet. So, like, what we would normally consider, like, a donut, which would be, like, the classic thing. that They probably have, like, a bagel. Like, plain nasty donuts. Yeah, like, plain nasty donuts. Donuts with none of the character. I also don't feel like Snipe is the one to be carrying a box of donuts. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Peacock, you immediately jump into the break room area and, you know... Try to make it seem like, oh, yes, of course, I was always planning on coming, <laughs> coming in here. <laughs> this is not a change of plans at all. Right. Is there anything that you want to do in the immediate aftermath of that, or is should we swap over to um, Snipe and, and Shep? Uh, I mean, I think he makes the jump in, and then I think he goes and picks the table nearest to the door and sits down. Mm-hmm. Like, are we near him? Did we see that, or was he a bit ahead of us? He was quite a bit ahead of you. Y'all have to take a kind of circuitous route in the direction of the uh, evidence locker. Like, he's coming straight there from the um, straight from the front desk, and y'all have to, like, go around and through the bullpen and then kind of, like, sneak your way out the bullpen and go around to the other side of the hallway, basically. Um, So... Peacock is probably already sitting down at his chair and at his table by the time y'all make that curve, turn turn that corner. And I'd say that y'all probably see the uh, like kind of large gate that is in front of the evidence locker, and it doesn't look like it's been tampered with, but you do hear someone inside rustling around with some paperwork. Okay, then, then knowing that donuts in some horrible form exist, how do I use donuts as a inventory item? A large weapon. You know, when you look, it's under the letter D. <laughs> it's D's nuts. And mm. As an unusual weapon. Bagels <laughs> at people. Because stomach cramps are coming. Because <laughs> mm. these are the grossest, like day old donuts. 
He's going to pull out of his the same his bag. items as us? Or are all of our items different? Everyone's so, got a couple different things. Yeah, most of the items are slightly different. Some people have a couple extra things. Yeah, like I have Silas potions and stuff like that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But if... If Snipe can catch the dude inside the door's eyes, he's going to like... Huh? Show him the box of donuts. And the then, bag of donut. And then deter them into the break room. And set them on a table. Mm-hmm. And then resume his prisonering back out in the hallway. Like he shouldn't be in the break room because he's not he doesn't work here. So he's mm-hmm. going to be like it, it was part of his charade on the way in like hey everybody hey everybody and now he's handing out donuts because he's a considerate felon (laughs) all right all right all right um we're definitely stretching the definition of what constitutes an unusual weapon i don't have anything else that it would fit (laughs) under it really wouldn't fit anything um but uh now now, hold us hold up a second i have (laughs) subterfuge tool so do i that's what i was just looking at <laughs> subterfuge supplies okay or okay uh, supplies and i do while while <laughs> unusual but it's a stretch i don't think it's quite as much of a stretch if he uses it under his subterfuge supplies <laughs> I, I would say subterfuge supplies fits much better than an unusual weapon fine um, <laughs> we also knew we were going into a cop's like you did know that you were station. going to a cop police station. You just kind of like begin pulling bagels out from like the folds of your jacket and putting them on a plate. Oh, he's got a bag. Like he's not the cops or anything. <laughs> oh man, that is too funny. Uh, yeah. So you're you're trying to like entice him out of the break room with uh-huh. the bago bago donuts. It, it it is the big like Krispy Kreme kind of box. He's like huh? Peacock's Ooh. namesake, if you will. Yes. Okay. And he's going to deliver it to the break room, give everyone a thumbs up, and then go back and wait in the hallway. Should, for we, his... should we switch? Should I be doing this? No. <laughs> no. It okay. sounds like a sway. Sounds like you're trying to convince him, like, hey, you know, break time, buddy. Like, you know, we got the bag, got the bag of donuts right here. Like, what are we, you know, perfect time <laughs> for a break. <laughs> I'm here for break legs. <laughs> And if you can find a way to help here, this would be good. Uh, I have not used any of my free helps, so this is... Foresight? Yep, this is an opportunity to drop the foresight. Peacock's foresight is sprinkles. (laughs) (laughs) Cops really, really like sprinkles on their donuts. I was going to say maybe from a more choice bakery. At least a box, not necessarily the donuts. (laughs) Just the box. The box is from like an upscale donutery, and yes. then the actual donuts themselves are from a quarter bakery that does not have any reviews on Yelp. Yeah, we stole the box out of the dumpster. We got the donuts from an actual place. It's so much worse. <laughs> like the Krispy Kreme box that's filled with veggies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's full of carrots. What the fuck? <laughs> Snipe doesn't like cops, remember? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I'd say that this is probably a sway. 
I'd say definitely you're in a risky position here, and the effect is limited. Uh, even with the use of your subterfuge supplies, I'd say a limited effect, <laughs> but there's an opportunity to push yourself. So you, get, you get the extra die from my boy. Um, if you want. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What if Snipe is holding a half-eaten donut to make it look more real? Make it look more appetizing. Well, you've you already gotten the assistance yeah. from a team member to give you the second right. die, so you don't need to take stress for that. Um, but Snipe can push himself to give him an extra die or to boost his effect. Or, of course, you can also choose to make it a desperate roll. So you can make it a desperate roll, and that boosts its effect from limited to standard. And I can use Daredevil. And you can use Daredevil to get yourself out of your God. Either. This is going to go great or not. <laughs> just imagining the desperate roll. You're like, hey, donuts. And he just pulls a gun out and shoots. <laughs> well, the goal of this entire donut gambit, which is what it henceforth be called. That's what the episode to, must be called. Is to get anyone who might be in that room to open the door so I don't have to try and pick it. Mm-hmm. And get him out of the room. Right. So because if you know everyone's all interested in the donuts, I can just zip in and grab this stuff and get out. All right. Okay, so going desperate. Okay, so you are going desperate. Sure. All right. So are you going daredevil? Oh yeah. Okay, so that gets you up to three. And then you can push yourself. I for cannot an additional fuck die. up Daredevil and push myself. <laughs> or you can push yourself for great effect. Uh, I, I better not have to actually roll a resist. What could go wrong? Everything. A lot. <laughs> Ooh, Snipe is like almost max stressed out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So are you taking the extra die or are you pushing I'm yourself sh- for the... I'm pushing myself for the effect. All right. So that is desperate, great, with two extra die on your sway roll. Sway, desperate, great. I I don't think I can help you on this one. I don't think you can. He's already being helped by the sprinkles. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I just need that stress for whatever Uh, else goes wrong. Four, two, five. I don't know that I've ever hoped for a crit so bad. That's awesome. (laughs) All right, so you do it, but there is a big-time complication. Um, that I can't do anything about. <laughs> you can. He farts you can. loudly. Um, I will say the... I, I know, actually, I know exactly what the huge complication is. Um, so you, you kind of show the cop. Is Mark here? Yes, I am. Oh, okay, I thought you said that you needed to step away for a second. Okay, um, so you you show the the blue coat, the bag of donuts. Uh, he is he like licks his lips because he sees that it's from a really fancy bakery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a suffer severe harm, a serious complication. Occurs. Oh my god, he eats the donut and he realizes. <laughs> so there are two serious complications that take place one is he steps out of the break room and he or he steps out of the evidence locker and he turns into the break room to get the donut and 
he is literally face to face with Joey Bag of Donuts. Now, just to clarify, these are the consequences from him rolling a five. Yes, on a desperate roll. So he succeeds. He is out of the evidence locker room. But the consequence is humongous. Um, Because it's desperate. Uh, So the the consequence there is that this, that Jaren, your, uh, your rival, takes a step out and turns into the break room and kind of you said so yourself that your character was like sitting there right at the next to the door, kind of looking out like, let's see. And he is basically like face to face staring at you with like the open bag of donuts to your immediate left. Uh, and he's looks at you. Does like a quizzical head nod, looks over at the donuts and looks back at you. He's he hasn't like raised any alarm bells, um, but you can tell that he is obviously like. You're not supposed to be. Like, but he hasn't said anything yet. In the, in this moment, like it is possible for someone to like sneak into the evidence locker, um, but he has total attention on you. I'm in the evidence locker. Okay, and snipe. Yeah, that that was the goal, but or it actually it makes more sense for Shep to be the one to sneak in because he wasn't making a big show. All right, so Shep sneaks into the evidence locker. Snipe places the donuts in the break room. And like, just and Snipe will go back to the hallway to kind <laughs> mm-hmm. of put a foot in the doorway so Shep can go in and grab the shit and then slip back out. Mm-hmm. And can you... Peacock is standing across from Petra. Not Petra. Nope. <laughs> Jared. They're both here? <laughs> Petra also peeks out through the door. What's everyone? What's happening? <laughs> Jade! Where's that cloud? <laughs> um. Before Peacock and Jaren have their conversation, uh, Shep, you're on the clock. You know that a, a donut will only distract a police officer for X number amount of seconds before mm, they're back. He was pretty <laughs> fat. I think we got some time. Um, <laughs> or does that mean we have less time? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit! Grab the dog! Uh, so... You're looking for documents pertaining to Demon Blood LLC, a case report and um, kind of index documents. I re- was Shep the smartest person to Hold bring it? I'm pretty smart. <laughs> Am I hunting for this target? Ooh, an interesting turn of phrase. Let's see. Gather information about a location, its movement. Hunt a target. Decision shooting. Hunt a target. Uh, study a person or document, yeah, or study. survey a location or situation. Um, it's. I would let you make a hunt roll with reduced effect, um, since it is like you're kind of on the prowl, you're on the hunt for the document. Like you know that that's a verb that kind of makes sense. Um, or you can do study survey at normal effect. What if I what if I hunt and push myself for increased effect? Absolutely. That's All how right. many stresses to push? Uh two stress to push yourself. Okay. Um so you're hunting, so that brings you up from no effect up to limited. Oh, is that I oh, was a no effect. 
yeah, hunt would have been at no, since it has reduced effect from like using a different skill, it would have been no effect up to limited. So it's a risky limited effect. You can push yourself to desperate normal effect, desperate be, standard. You might be better off using a better skill to get a better effect. Yeah, we'll use a better skill. Hold up, let me let me make sure that my stress is right. Like you'd lose dice, but mm-hmm. you'd lose out on dice, but you'd have a boosted effect. Okay, so it'll be a it'll probably be a study then. It'll be a study. Now, what okay. does push? What does making it a desperate situation do? So one of the things that you can do is you can boost pos- or lower position to boost effect, right? So you can make things more desperate at account of boosting the effect from like limited to great. Um, so desperate is generally good for someone like Snipe because he gets an EXP point for it and he can use his daredevil ability to get an extra die. But it's also good normally because it increases effect on things that you might not be able to affect otherwise. I think what I would like to do if I'm able to is hunt, push myself, and make it into a desperate situation. All right. Which makes it a normal effect. Normal effect, desperate, with three desperate. die. And you can have a team member assist you. Yeah. But I don't know if he can assist me. Or Peacock might be able to. Peacock yeah, may be able to use his last foresight. Yeah, I can do that. I imagine Peacock is like holding out a bunch of papers in front of you and he's like, this are old case files. These are what we're looking for. <laughs> and like that's like the foresight as it pertains to this particular situation. This is what you're looking for. Like literally just like pulling up a manila folder. And I'm like if it has a green dot in the top left hand corner, that means that it is open. We are looking for open case files. If it has a red dot, we do not look at it. Purple are cold. We don't deal with cold. (laughs) Stick stick to the filing cabinets, not the shelves. (laughs) And grab some other shit while you're in there. Uh, Yeah, that's what D'Artagnan's doing. Let me roll for D'Artagnan stealing shit. (laughs) He's like putting into, like, I made him a bag. He's like, (laughs) D'Artagnan, like, grabs a sword and just. If you see a fan, D'Artagnan rolled a one or a two. You see, there's like. Some like contraband cheese that's like in a corner, and D'Artagnan is just tearing into that with <laughs> reckless abandon. <laughs> it's like that's not valuable to us, and it's just like mm, it's valuable to D'Artagnan. <laughs> it's valuable to my mouth. Uh, okay, so it'll be standard effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bonus dice is one. One. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy. You run in there. You look at things. You look for things regarding Demon LLC. You begin pulling them out of the um, filing cabinets with reckless abandon. And you see that there are a couple of documents that uh, Jaren was putting aside on the table. You reach out and you grab those, and those are associated with it, it as well. Ooh. Very well done. Oh, 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 I like that. <laughs> nah, sadly, that's in a different district. Your knife blade fan is in a different district. Okay, cool. Since it has, then... since it, uh, has a crit, so that becomes great effect, so that boosts your effect. 
Um, so yeah, you're able to basically yeah. grab every single document that you can mm-hmm. see that's even remotely pertaining to it and like shove it into your double bag. We just went from no effect to great effect. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Um, okay, so we got everything we need. We also got the coffee. cheese. And D'Artagnan is consuming the cheese. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's gonna stink us up later, but uh, all right, sweet. Perfect. You shove all that in a duffel bag, and you are out of the evidence locker. In the meantime, Mark, you're kind of face to face with Jaron there. Uh, what is your name, Jaron? Do I see um? Shep go blasting past with his with his bag. Not yet. There's a little bit of time before you see uh, Shep running past you with this double bag full of documents. Um, you might see uh, Snipe in the hallway. They're like, "Come on, fill the time, fill the time." Uh, Jaren kind of uh, Jaron looks at you and he kind of like reaches over to the bag of donuts and pulls one out. Joey, you're not reinstated. You ever have one of those moments where you think about what could have been? I just wanted to get that feel again. But I could say I'm not welcome here. And I'll go ahead and stand up. <laughs> he's making the exact same face I made, which is rampant confusion. <laughs> what? You falsified for a fix? Now, Joey, I, I mean, I, I know you. You're a bit of a crooked fella, but I never took you for someone who would just traipse around with an old blue coats uniform in the middle of the doxed district. I just wanted to check and see if you guys have gotten any better. You know, you made such a big deal about getting rid of all the the scum. But maybe oh, you guys should have tighter security than this. Yeah, we're working on it one officer at a time. <laughs> he just... Poignant pointed at you. And so as he, as he's kind of squeezing past him in the door, <laughs> I, I think he'll he'll go ahead and uh, pull out uh, a, a fake blue coat badge and say, eh, "I won't be needing this anymore," and then just go ahead and walk out the door. Joey, this is obviously a crime. <laughs> He's just walking. He's just walking. <laughs> you want to like and just make like a consort or something? We walk right out the front door. <laughs> you want to like make a, a die roll? To see if he's just if he's just like too flabbergasted at the audacity. <laughs> to... That's a hundred percent just audacity. That's all he's doing. I think it is. I think this That's is on audacity. audacity. <laughs> Just the lie in the way, audacity of this bitch. <laughs> I, I He's got to respect you, it. <laughs> I can give you an assist, but I don't think it would help the the cool factor of just getting up and walking out on the ground. <laughs> I, I, this is this is either a command, <laughs> like just 
Like, I dare you to stop me. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a sway? Is this a wreck? You're just wrecking his whole world right now? I don't fucking know. I don't know, does wreck wreck, uh, do uh, emotional damage? It says create distractions and chaos. You're definitely creating some internal chaos for Darren. You know what? I've never done a wreck. Let's see. (laughs) Okay. I got one fucking dot in it. (laughs) The position is obviously desperate. Oh, it's just controlled. I think the is definitely one. standard. Um, just by can, virtue of the fact. Can I assist him with his chaos? Lord. Um, yeah, how do you want to help? I'm going to pull out a piece of paper. I don't, like, whatever passes for identification mm-hmm. in this day and age. Mm-hmm. And he's going to turn around the ship and say... I fooled you, you dumb bastard. My name's not... My name's not Sticky Ricky. You'll remember this as the day that you almost caught someone who wasn't Sticky Ricky, you dumb (laughs) You were wrong this whole time, and you got this far. That's the worst (laughs) criminal I've ever seen. (laughs) And he's gonna... He's going to try to cause a little bit of a prisoner uprising. (laughs) Rise! (laughs) You have to open the doors! (laughs) he's gonna walk out because he's not the criminal they thought he was (laughs) he hasn't done anything wrong but you know he's gonna walk out and be like attica attica and just like he's just gonna walk out also (laughs) you're like justice for scovland like something totally unrelated to like a political movement (laughs) so like shep will have the opportunity to walk out dumbfounded and ashamed but he also hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> Impersonating a police officer is a crime. Yeah, well, yeah, that's because of something wrong. We have it. All right, perfect, perfect. All it's right. just adding to confusion. I'd All say right. absolutely get yourself that ticket stress, give him that extra dice. This is my last stress, guys. So I got a desperate roll. Mm-hmm. I'm going to push myself for all the swagger. All right. So that gives me, uh, what, what am I? Two bonus die in am a I, desperate position effect? in standard effect. effect. Oh, standard effect. Okay. I think just by virtue of the audacity, we're bumping it to desperate standard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need another fucking crit. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, that's a six. Hey, that's, a six, six. that's a success. Not a crit, but it's a six. <laughs> you, you hand him the badge. You like, you walk out Snipe immediately causes some chaos right next to you, and he, he uh, also give yourself a tick of experience uh, in prowess. Um, but he's like, Joey, this is still a crime. Like as you're like walking out, but he doesn't like arrest or harangue you. He's just like, what is happening? He he's simply too floored to like make an arrest in the moment. He's just like. Is there? Where did all of this chaos come from? Well, These are not the donuts that come from this shop. <laughs> I bet this guy he probably thinks it's a dream. He's like, what are these donuts? What What's this? Joey doing here? These are not the right donuts. What? What? Is, who is that guy? He just said he's not sticky fingers and nothing else. Apropos of nothing. 
And that time just ran out the front door with a duffel bag. What is happening right now? <laughs> he walked back in the evidence locker and everything he had is going to be gone. He's, He's gone. Be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, luckily it was all supposed to be in a filing cabinet, so he may not note that for a while. Well, he had a, he had individual documents taken out and put on the on the desk oh. that were pertaining to the to the case, and he's like, "Can oh. can I have um? I, this is backtracking a little bit, but can I that have taken you. documents out of another case and just like put them where the ones I took were? <laughs> kind of like sneakily say like, ah, oh, yes, he's probably not gonna like notice just the comments, you know, just and just grab something out of some like random." Perfect. It's a magazine down. Yeah, we can either do a roll for it, or I can just roll like a, a fortune roll to see what kind like of documents what? he pulled out. Yeah, yeah, maybe a fortune roll on what documents? Yeah, just just at random pulled. Um, so so these are all documents that are 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 found in the evidence locker. So I'd say that like on a low number, you like hand him documents that are like pertinent to some investigation that is ongoing. And then on a really high number, you just hand him a bunch of nothing documents that he has to be like, why did, why are these pulled out? What are these doing here? Just inventory. I think, I think we're gaslighting this one guy <laughs> in particular. <laughs> a three and a four. All right. So with a three and a four, like that is middle of the road. Like it's like, oh, I, I did need this. I didn't put this here, but it's good to have, um, but not like a breakthrough or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And that's, he's like, also, where did the it's... other documents go? Like, I know there were other ones here. I just don't know where they are. We're gaslighting him. That's what's he, happening. I can't wait being... until we try to explain to Owl how it went. He's being bamboozled. <laughs> so how'd it go? <laughs> and so y'all are, are just... Are y'all running out the front door, or are all you sashaying out the front door? I like? feel like it is proudly striding. I think we're just. It's and then a, once it's a the door shuts, we bolt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a brisk walk. Yeah, like <laughs> Snipe is before he walks out the last door to the front desk. It's like turn around, double middle fingers. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, as soon as as soon as the front door clicks shut, we are booking it. <laughs> booking it to the dock. We're ahead. We're ahead of Peacock. By yeah, y'all are y'all. y'all yeah, are we're a few steps ahead. ahead. Like Peacock saw you run past Jaron before he was like, "You got me." <laughs> um. So so y'all are a little bit ahead. Um. I'm gonna roll some flat two d six. I'm gonna call this chaos in the precinct. High numbers mean high chaos. Low numbers means low chaos. Uh, high chaos is good for you because it causes a bunch of distractions while you are just walking out the front door. Low chaos, people are going to talk. <laughs> you know, the riot goes. Double fives. Pretty good. Yeah, you're like walking out the front door. You're like, you, you fucking idiots. You almost got me, but you didn't because I'm not Ricky Ricky. I'm a different. Do you tell them that you're a criminal, or do you just like walk out the front door? Like, what? What do you tell them that has them like, who is this person? No. Can I? As he, I feel like he's just walking out, and I'm like, sir, can I? Can I see this really quick? I think I'm. I think you might have written down the wrong criminal right here. And I like kind of walk up and and start to flip the pages, mm-hmm. and then as he goes out the door, and as as Peacock shows up, which I imagine is like after 10 or so seconds of me kind of flipping the pages, 
and grab the book and bolt because it's got my license number on it. It's <laughs> a good move. Yeah, Snipe's going to be like on his way out, you know. Just Billy Ray McGee, you know, for his fake identity. But yeah, the grabbing the book is a good move. Um, all right. So to just yoink and run away with these, it's either going to be like a prowl or a finesse, maybe even like a skirmish to fight them off. But just like to yoink and <laughs> just well, like I'm already, you know, I'm already like have my hand on it and I'm like changing the the page and then I just grab it and go. Just grab it maybe, and run. It's, um, we've well, I have stretched the rules a lot of things. It seems like a close-up attack on the book. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd I say... can finesse it. I'm, I'm pretty good at finesse, and I think that's pretty well within... You've been working it, on your up-close like... magic. <laughs> and where did the book go? It disappeared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> throw a deck of cards in his face and run. <laughs> Just throw cards in his face. Like, <laughs> Is this your card? <laughs> Is this your perp? <laughs> <laughs> The flung deck of cards is a perfect exit. <laughs> and now it was either that or hand him flowers. <laughs> and you, you'll always remember this as the day that you almost got that sticky Ricky, sticky Ricky, and his and his crew of miscreants. <laughs> sticky Ricky and his bad town boys. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, sticky Ricky and the bad town boys. As the three of us run out. <laughs> <laughs> who were those guys <laughs> let's get that cloud and that boat going it's like banksy it's like i don't think this is all any technically criminal <laughs> um Stupid. yeah make a, make a risky roll um uh, either finesse or, or skirmish whatever one that you think it was uh standard effects risky Okay, uh, I was thinking of finesse. Finesse works, yeah. Sticky Ricky and the Bad Town Boys. <laughs> Strike again. Um, Front page and, news. <laughs> uh, is Owl close enough to assist me, or is she too far still? Owl is on the boat. It's a little bit of a run. It's too a little bit too much of distance. Is this worth using stress on? Probably. It's the last thing. Do it. It's the last thing. We're on our way out. Mm-hmm. This is where he gets a second trauma. Here's <laughs> the thing. If I make it a desperate roll, mm-hmm. I will gain a point in prowess. When I'll level <laughs> up. <laughs> respect, respect, respect. Gaming. Is it worth risking our lives? <laughs> Your life. We're already out. I mean, they might rescind your license if they find out that you. Uh... <laughs> which, which is, which is actually a reason that it's more important that I pass. Exactly. This. Yeah. I have to go illegitimate. All right. <laughs> then I'll, yeah. Then I won't have a license. Uh, all right. We're gonna make it desperate. All right. I'm desperate gonna push myself. Too stressed to push. And I get how many bonus dice? One, one bonus die. Yep. Just one. Okay. And I don't. I think everyone else is all capped out on stress as well. So yeah. Peacock's next to me. For the goofiest thing we've ever done, this has cost a lot of stress. <laughs> yeah. 
However, as Jeez. missions go, we have never done this many rolls in a single mission. No. <laughs> there's been for a like, lot of complications. Maybe the prison, but yeah, the prison went longer. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of places for this to go wrong because you are next to a cop for everything you do. <laughs> we are in the cops like their layer. What are you talking about? I just stared him down and walked out. But That's cops true. ain't shit. I level up in prowess. Hey, Let's go. Get that take. Get that bubble somewhere, my guy. Uh, yeah, and there's no consequence. You uh, grab the book and you book it. There's an entire day's worth it. of paperwork that has been lost. <laughs> He's like, he just failed his inspection today. Look at me! What happened to the entire day's worth of logs? I stole think, it. I think Sticky Ricky stole it. Sticky Ricky and the Bad Town Boys, but whatever they left, they said they specifically weren't Sticky Ricky. He even showed no. us his ID. <laughs> We've just created a new gang. He have like the thing is, it's like who, uh, Sticky Ricky's killing people in Crow's Foot. Why would he be here? There's <laughs> who is the real Sticky Ricky and his bad town boys. Oh, we just elevated his level of mystery. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap it up. Run, 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 run. Jump, book it into Owl's boat, and y'all book it away. Y'all are out of there. We uh, really need to get Owl some more chaos things to do. The um, bad town boy. You know, that's, that, I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I feel There's bad that she, that Owl she could get to chaos. Do. Um, you know. She she just wasn't she was in the backdrop of of this particular episode. I mean we've had we've had sessions where I didn't roll a single thing. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah yeah sometimes sometimes it's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's yeah, me with ghost stuff. <laughs> Alrighty and I think that is a good place for us to end it. <laughs> Um, does anyone, real quick, before we kind of close out the session, does anyone want to study or survey the documents prior to handing it off to uh, Nessa? We probably should look at them. Oh, yeah. I'm not good at it, and I can't push myself, but sure. It is, there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of kerfuffle. It's a lot of accounting. Ugh. Um. And like notes and things like that that are that seemingly go nowhere unless you look really, really closely. Um, so let's see that survey or study. You need to study the document or survey where it's going. Right. And I'd say anyone has an opportunity to do this. It's a it's a fortune roll. Okay. So we're all doing it or one person? Anyone can do it. As long I'll as you're spending six. some time. Hey. Peacock with the one and the six. You know, that's why he's the spider, y'all. Sometimes we forget. It's a standard effect. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or it, it's a it's a fortune roll, yeah. And yeah. uh Owl, would you like to roll? A oh. study or survey? Uh I would. Your time to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Peacock and Owl. I'm better at this than a ship. 
So funnily enough, like y'all are y'all are doing the study. Snipe is doing something a little bit different by like surveying the documents. Uh, so it gets you a little bit of different information. So surveying it, uh, you kind of get a sense about the information that it's gathering. Um, so Demon Blood Incorporated, LLC, whatever it is, um, <laughs> is a obviously a holding company for Lord Strangford. There's a lot of things that go down. There's a lot of transactions in and amongst different companies that are all held by Lord Strangford, his allies, friends, and family members. There's a lot of money coming in and out of it on a regular basis, and it seems like they're keeping almost none of it as part of like the operations. It seems like it is a accounting go-between amongst other corporations, right? Um, by surveying the documents, you kind of get a kind of bird's eye view of the situation. Uh, and what you can see, it's not even necessarily money laundering. It is falsifying inventory. Um, it looks like what Lord Strangford either was doing or has been doing is falsifying the amount of demon blood that they have been acquiring while they're out on their Leviathan hunting raids. Um, so we kind of discussed this before that demon blood is like literally what powers the city. It's refined blood from the Leviathans that sail on the void sea. Um, they kill the monsters. They take the monsters corpses to a refining area outside of Duskwall and the refined fuel is what fuels the lightning gate and everything else, all the spark craft that keeps the city of Duskwall alive. Um, Lord Strangford has been using some tricky accounting to basically say that he's bringing in twice the amount of demon blood that he's actually bringing in. Uh, Duskwall is suffering from a massive fuel shortage, and they don't even know it. Um, by, by virtue of the Leviathan hunters basically stating that they're bringing in much more fuel than they're actually bringing. Would you say that Duskwall has been fueled? It's been fueled and fueled. And so that's your kind of bird's eye perceptive of the situation there. Um, by nature of studying the documents themselves with Peacock and, uh, and Snipe here, or Peacock and, and Owl, Y'all get a understanding of like just how deep this portion of the conspiracy goes. Uh, you get the impression that the entirety of Lord Strangford's family's Leviathan Hunter fleets have been doing this and doing it for a while. Um, additionally, he has recently roped in his fiance <gasps> to do the same. His fiance is Lady Ankayat. Uh, she has the largest uh, Eruvian Leviathan fleet holder in the world. Um, so the Strangfords kind of hold their large Leviathan fleet, and Lady Ankayat runs hers. And so there has been a pretty significant artificial inflation of the amount of fuel coming into Duskwall. Um, to the point where the, the situation is getting potentially very, very dangerous. Um, you can see by kind of studying the documents here that the this information was beginning to come to light. People were like parsing through the documents. Um, 
enemies of Lord Strangford were beginning to like hem in around him. Uh, and so he quickly basically threw all the evidence into a locker here in, in the docks or, or basically shut down an entire precinct using a lot of his family funds, um, pinned a lot of corruption and everything on a bunch of blue coats to get them fired and has been and has been <laughs> falsifying a bunch of documents. So. There we go. So is it reasonable that we could make uh, at least take notes of all of this, if not make copies of it before we actually hand it over? Probably make notes of what it is that you've noticed, um, but you wouldn't be able to like make perfect copies. Um, right. Also, a lot of it is breaking down information that you got. You really wouldn't have a lot of use for perfect copies of these things. A lot of right. it is just accounting notes. It's not until you get all of it together that you see just how deep that goes, like just how deep everything it is goes. Peacock, are we going to run out of power? Yes. Well, if we do, and she puts her hand on your shoulder, you can come to me anytime if you're scared of ghosts. Okay? Because that lightning barrier is going to go down. Okay? So, uh, come to me. I'll 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 get you some nice hot coffee and we can talk to the ghosts together in a safe but somewhat stressed environment. How's that sound? Hey, in that in that environment anything goes. It do, it does. Anything goes. There is one more thing that y'all pull together from the studying by virtue of rolling those spicy sick there. The last little bit of information that you get here is that there was an individual in Charter Hall that was looking at alternative fuel sources, fuel sources, uh, and rather recently his work has been discredited and he's been found dead in his apartment. Uh oh. Who was that? There was a professor in Charter Hall that was kind of making waves by saying that he had a potential fuel uh, replacement that could take the place of the demon blood that y'all have been using for several hundred years. Um, and oh, they killed recently his work has been discredited, and he's been found dead in his apartment by an apparently self-inflicted gunshot wound. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, hmm. did he get shot by a gun or shot with a gun I couldn't find? <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, he got shot in that in the back of the head. <laughs> he, that, isn't that crazy? Isn't that wonky? That's the uh, best way to do it. That's the best way to. Okay, right, I think it's time for me to retire. I'm gonna head back to the uh, the the islands that I'm from. <laughs> I have a name. <laughs> the Dagger Deal. Islands. The All Dagger right. Islands. We uh, don't have these problems. So bye. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Not as. That Fuel shortages impact everybody. <laughs> All the right. whole world is like this. That is a good place for us to end it here.